And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. Coming at you again with another solo episode. These are going to become a little bit more common because the fact of the matter is, is that a lot of times you get to listen to the guests that I have on and we talk and chat about what they do. But what do I do? What do I do? Um, before we get started, just want to say thank you to my Patreon supporter. If you want to support the Patreon, please go over and click those links in the bio. You can go to westankersley.com, check that out. Click on those links, support Patreon bunch of different levels. Every single thing that you support with goes towards making the show better. Like I said, last episode, I'm looking, <coughs> excuse me, still stupid cough. I'm looking to um, expand, get a little bit better camera operation so that you can have a couple angles. We can have people in the studio in the new house that we are building and they can come hang out and uh, we can give you a better watching, listening, viewing experience. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit. I, I, had a friend of mine reach out to me and say, hey, these are a couple of books that I'm listening to, reading. Um, I listen. I say listen. I don't visually read a lot. Um, I typically hit the books in the truck drive, you know, because I drive around town all day. I'm a salesman. I'm around the Treasure Valley. And uh, I listen to books. I have conversations with people on Signal and things like that. And he reached out and he told me about a book called The Go-Giver. Really good book. Um, and I was listening to it and just was like hit by a lot of things. It's, I don't listen to a lot of fiction, but it is a really good book. And it is fictional to some extent, but it's actually about the life of two people kind of in a fictional story and what they do. And there's these laws that um, they have. And one of the things that they talk about is the law of value. And when you think about value, there are a couple ways of looking at value, Right. Um, I think as a salesman, as the type of person that I am and the things that I do, I think of value is how much does something cost and how much value does it bring to you for the cost that you are spending, right? For instance, if you, I used to work at Les Schwab, I used to change tires, I sold tires, right? So the value that you get out of a tire that has a 50,000 mile warranty versus the value out of a tire that you get the 40,000 mile warranty is a little bit different. You get more value out of the 50,000 mile tire if it's priced correctly, right? So your cost per mile might be better with the 50,000 mile tire than it is the 40,000 mile tire. It all depends on that. Those are the types of things that you think about and you track and you try to build. So what is the value to a person? And when you sell things, you have to think about what is the value. And value isn't always a dollar amount, but that's what my head goes to right off the bat. So when you're selling a product or something like that, the value that you bring to them is the product and then the service, right? Those are values. So someone can come in with a price on something and sell it, say $50 is what they sell it for, but they have a lifetime warranty that backs everything 100%. They do all the service and they take care of everything that has to do with that product that they sold you, right? Someone else can come in and they can sell you the same product for $50 and have no warranty. Which one has a higher value? The one with the warranty, right? The one with the lifetime warranty that they cover everything 
versus the one that has no warranty, but is the same cost. So the value is higher, right? And that is just one example of value, right? So in this book, The Go-Giver, they talk about the law of value. And the law of value is your, your, your real worth is defined by how much more value you give than how you get paid. Before thinking about profits, first ask yourself, does this serve others? A great business delivers unbelievable value. When you focus on giving as a way of life, the money will naturally flow in. I've told you many times that this show is about teaching. It's about making people better, about showing them that they can do more than what they think they can. That's the value of this show, right? So what I try to do is try to give you tips and tricks and things like that that have worked for me to help me add value to my life. And we're not talking about monetary value because just like that definition said, monetary value will come if you do the things that you are supposed to do, right? You are giving them more value. You are not telling them that, hey, this is what the value is based on a dollar amount. The value of your service, of your product, of your knowledge, of the things that you are giving to that person is something as well. So there are some people that walk into a sales call and they say, hey, you know, this is this, this, is this product that I have. Let's just say blinds, for instance, because that's what I sell. This is the forward blind that I have, and it is this much. Okay, so did I explain, did I teach, did I educate my customer on what they're getting, or did I just say, hey, this is it, right? Now, you can walk into a customer's house and you can educate them, hey, you know, um, I want to get these blinds because I feel like I need something that will help, you know, shield me from the sun, give me a little insulation, stuff like that. Your job is to get, my job as a salesman is to educate you. Okay, so you want insulation value. You want something a little bit better. This product is great, but it may not suit the needs that you're looking for. And then you explain why. You know, this isn't something that is insulating. This is something that is heavy. This is something that doesn't open and close very easily. I have this other product. It actually has an insulating value. It goes up and down a little bit easier. You know, we have lifetime warranty on everything we sell, but I feel like you're going to get a little bit more value out of this product than you are the other product, right? So no matter what you do, if you look at your job as an educator, if you're a salesman or anything that you do, you're going to reap greater rewards. We talked last week about life as a, is not transactional. It's not an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. And I think that a lot of people get lost in the fact that they can help other people and it doesn't cost them anything. Oftentimes we get stuck in the fact that if I help so-and-so be better, then that helps me to lose my opportunity to be better. And they hold the knowledge that they have close to them. Because if they share their knowledge, then that other person will overpower them and take them. The more someone else knows, the more they know compared to you, the better off they are, and you're going to get pushed down. And I've never lived my life that way. I've always lived my life to the standard that if I know something, if I have some knowledge, if I can connect someone with someone that can help them, I'm going to do that. 
Because a lot of times we think there's not enough pie to go around. There's not enough um, information to give out. It's like the more information I give you, the more you're going to advance and the more I'm going to be left behind. I have all the secrets, right? The fact of the matter is, is that if you give, you will receive. I spent my whole life thinking of the glass as half empty so that if something good happened, I would reap the rewards of something good happening. And I would be happy because something good happened, but I was expecting something bad to happen, right? Great conversation I had today with someone about that. The fact of the matter is, is that there are negative and positive things in your life. And if you choose to think about the negative things that happen to you, you live in a negative headspace. And so if you think of the glass as half empty, you're in a negative headspace, right? If you think of it as half full, you're in a positive headspace. If you wake up in the morning and you have a positive start to your day and you have a positive headspace, things will go much further. Think about things that cost you money. Think about your car payment, if you have one. Think about your phone bill, if you have one. Think about your electric bill, if you have one. Those things all cost money. We sit there and we look at them in a negative light. And when we talk about negative things like that, it becomes a negative situation. My house cost me this much. What does your house afford you? What does your house afford you? You have shelter from the rain. You have a warm place to stay. Hopefully you have a bed to sleep in. It gives you a place to put your things so no one can take them. It gives you a place to park your car inside the garage if you have one. There are so many good things that come from that. And you can sit there and live in the negative about that and say, well, well I got to pay this bill. It costs me money. I got to go to work. I got to work to pay this bill. You know, I don't want to work. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Like you can totally tear it down and just get into a negative headspace. When you start to realize that there are places that you can go because you can park your car inside the garage or because you have heat or because you have fuel in your car to go somewhere. Once you start realizing that those things are a positive thing, even though they cost you money, they provide you with something, right? So I've tried really hard lately to start thinking about that in a different way. I'm providing value to my customers. I am thankful that I have my customers. Sometimes you walk into a house and you think, oh man, this guy isn't going to buy anything from me, blah, 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 whatever. But you didn't have the opportunity to be in that house for the chance to make the money that you need to pay your phone bill, to pay your car bill without that customer. They came to you. They looked for you. They sought you out. Now, what value can you give them so that they can give you value back? Be valuable to your people. Be valuable to your people. What is value? Okay. The next thing that this book talks about is the law of compensation. Okay. Your income is decided by the number of people you serve and how well you serve them. The bigger your impact, the more money you actually earn. 
one of the hardest things to do when you're in a sales job or any anything that you're doing is trying to figure out what you gain or stop thinking about what you gain by doing the right thing, right? Integrity, doing the right thing when no one's looking, right? That's a tough, tough thing. I've walked into customers' houses and they've told me that they want something new, but they don't want to pay for it. I've looked at, you know, they just can't afford it right now. I've looked at their product. They need to have it though. Like they've got to have it right. So I look at their shade. I, you know, it's got a broken string or something like that. Now I could very well sell them a brand new shade, but they may be able to get that repaired. And I've had customers that I've walked into. I'm a salesman, right? Like I'm doing the right thing because I'm going in there. I'm like, you know, I don't think you, there's nothing wrong with the shade other than the string is broken and that could be restrung. I can't do that, but here's a number of someone who can do that for you. It's going to cost you a lot less than a shade, you know, buying a new one. But this is the right thing to do. You've given them that value. And later on, when they actually do need something, they may call you or they may refer you because they remember that you took care of them. And I've had that happen multiple times. So the bigger the impact, the more money you actually earn. And once you start, one of the things that I thought about, like is once I started, stopped thinking about money and started just thinking about how I could serve people and how I could help them, you know, more money came. And that's something to think about. Like if you spend your whole time thinking about how much more money can I get? How can I get this money? What am I going to get this money? What am I going to do? Are you going to be happy? Are you going to be miserable? Because oftentimes you are completely lost. You don't get what you're looking for. It doesn't happen. If I thought about my closing ratio every single time I went into a sale, I probably wouldn't sell anything. If I looked at the price that it cost for the product that I sold and thought, oh my God, who's going to pay for this? I probably wouldn't sell anything. So you have to have that confidence. You have to be willing to work for it. You have to be willing to understand that if you do the best that you can, no matter what, if you walk in there and you give them everything you got and you still don't get it, another one will come. You're going to be on the right path. Things will happen in the pattern that they are supposed to happen. Do the work. Do it over and over again. Perfect it and then keep perfecting the perfection. A little bit shorter one, but you know what? I'm thankful to be able to have this outlet to be able to hop on here to talk about this. There are three other laws that uh, I want to talk to you about in this book, and we probably will next week. I'll, I'll hit you up on those a little bit more and just kind of explain it to you. The book is called The Go-Giver, and it's by Bob Berg and John David Mann. You should go check it out. Are you a go-giver or a go-getter? Till next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your success. 